and welcome to the FM Podcast. I'm Jen Fritz, and I run Fritz Media, a music publicity and digital marketing firm located in Vancouver, Canada. And this is episode number 18 of the podcast. So this week on the show, we're going to talk about how indie artists have to DIY it at the beginning of their career, which I know can seem like a lot when you're just starting out. And joining me on the show this week is Edmonton indie pop musician Kaylee Jade. Now, when Kaylee released her first single a couple years ago, she completely immersed herself in the music industry and began learning all aspects of the music business. I met Kaylee earlier this year when she started working with Fritz Media. Yes, she is a client. And I was so impressed with how much she was doing herself and how well she was doing it that, uh, you know, she seemed like the perfect person to talk to about how to do it yourself. And I'm sure she'll have some really good tips for you. We had a great talk and I hope you enjoy it. Here's my conversation with Kaylee Jade. Well, hello, Kaylee. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? You know, as well as anyone can be during this <laughs> this very troubled time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every day is a brand new adventure, so I, I get it. Yeah, it, it really is. How are, you're in Alberta, right? I am. Yeah, you're in Edmonton. Yeah. How are things? How are things going in Alberta? Uh, things are things are going in Alberta. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel like um, case rates are kind of scary still, but we're still kind of in a third third. What wave are we in? Third wave lockdown. I don't. Yes. I've lost count. <laughs> too many. So many waves. Um, we're still kind it's of um, <laughs> yeah under pretty strict lockdown. And um, but it's it's been good. I've been trying to get outside and enjoy the spring weather. Although it did snow like two days ago. So now we have snow again, but it's it's been it's been good. That's like typical Alberta spring, right? <laughs> Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no, no surprise there. We've had snow in June before. This is all good. July. Oh, cool, more snow. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so full disclosure, you are a Fritz Media client. Um, we are currently handling the publicity for your new single, Painless, which just came out last month. And I wanted to have you on the show to talk about how musicians can DIY it at the beginning of their career, because I was really impressed with your level of DIY that, that you had. Yeah, wow. that you had before before coming to, to work with us. So let's start with the beginning of your music career, because you're you're pretty new to the music industry, right? So yeah, yeah. So how did it all start for you? Well, I've been actually performing since the age of nine. I've done uh, shows kind of in and around Alberta from a very young age. So performing was always sort of my my forte. That was kind of what I wanted to do. And I'd actually gone to the studio on a couple occasions hoping to record. I was like, I think like 10 or 11 the first time and then like 14 the next time. And it never really felt like the right time. I wasn't, yeah, I never really committed. I wasn't feeling it. So finally, how old was I? I was 20, I think. How old? I don't even know. <laughs> Two years ago, I finally was like, this is the time. I'm going to actually commit to this. I have some songs that are my own that I have written that I'm really excited about. So finally went to the studio and put out my first album in 2020 at the start of the pandemic. So great way to, <laughs> woo, great way to kick off a music <laughs> career, not being able to play live at all, but 
it's been some great learning experiences so far. Yeah, definitely. Now, what I was really impressed with is your level of just doing everything by yourself. Like there is a certain amount that you do have to do when you first start your career. I think it's really, really good to do that. So when you went to release your your first single, how did you approach the release of it? Like, did you like Google how to do it? Um, how do I promote my song or maybe go to Alberta Music for resources? Like, how? what was your approach? Kind of all of the above. Um, I'm very fortunate that my the company that I recorded my music with, Velveteen Music, they kind of gave me a few resources to sort of look into. And yes, with the power of Google. And <laughs> yes, I actually did have a meeting with Alberta Music and just kind of asked some questions. So I think like all of that really helped me build a successful release. Yeah. And, and what did you like learn while you were doing it? Like when you were pitching your your music yourself, like pitching to, you know, uh, doing the publicity or pitching to radio, what what did you learn? Like, like any tips that you can maybe pass along? <laughs> Email skills are really, really important. Like, of course, like the basic, like spell check grammar, like that's all like basic stuff. But like, um, I think it's really important to have your own voice shine through in what you're talking about. You have to be passionate about what you're talking about. And if you can find a way to say it eloquently, too, that's always a huge bonus. I think, yeah, like bottom line is professionalism goes a long way when you're dealing with people. And don't be afraid to reach out to people. Like I sent, I've sent so many emails now and it's it's always definitely not all of them have given me prosperous results, but just I think committing to that and doing that and putting in the groundwork will go a long way. No, that's totally true. That's really good advice. You know, the worst that someone can say is no, right? <laughs> so you should, if you want to reach out to somebody, reach out to somebody, but yeah. you know, be prepared for, for what comes oh, back. Oh, definitely. I mean, like they could say no, they could be like, oh, you suck, but it's still, it's still all good teaching, <laughs> teaching experience in the end, I think. Yeah, it's true. And I think that another important thing to remember, especially uh, as an artist pitching your own music, what you said, like, be authentic, be true to yourself, like that's, that needs to shine through, like, I need to hear your your voice in the email. That's the same for social media as well, right? So don't copy and paste, like that is, you're going to copy and paste some element of it for sure. But, you know, make sure that you're, you kind of make the person on the other end feel like a human, like maybe <laughs> say something about, you know, what it is they do so, oh, so that sure. you can connect, right? Yeah. And even like my email, I've been doing the radio tracking for my song Painless right now and just sort of, yeah, like shooting emails into the, into the ether and seeing what happens. But yeah, like I did do the research, like you kind of have to, like look up the radio station that you're pitching to, find out the programs that you might fit into, figure out who the staff is and figure out like how to talk to them. I think that's all so important. And it's so, so time consuming. Like it takes me oh, yeah. forever to do, but I think like it does pay off in the end. People will remember that instead of just a random stock sort of email that they get sent because they get sent those all the time. So the more you can stand it's out, true. the better. Yeah, it is. It is true. And yeah, it is time consuming. I do know because that's my job. And <laughs> I think that that like that kind of leads into, you know, I think it's so important for artists at the beginning of their career to do it themselves just because if you're doing it, you learn how to do it. And that means, you know, when you come to someone like me, you know what you're asking for a little bit, right? Like you're like, I kind of did it myself, so I kind of know how to do it. So I know sort of what it is that you're doing. But yeah, it is time consuming. So when do you think like it's a good time for artists to think about hiring someone or adding people to their team instead of doing it themselves? Well, I'm I'm still new at this. Like I, I should full disclaimer, I'm still I still consider myself an emerging artist. So I felt like this time around, like I 
understood the amount of work that it took the first time around when I was releasing music, especially with all of the the radio emails that I wanted to send on top of doing press. Yeah. So if you don't feel like you can get all of it done yourself, then definitely hire someone if you think that'll be helpful. Yes, but especially if you have the funding, if you have access to funding, like that's like grant funding. Um, that's like the gold. It's the gold. You got to get that gold. Get the money. <laughs> Because then it makes it a lot easier to be able to to hire team members that'll help you and support you in your journey. No, totally. And, you know, that's something that I even what you said is something that I still am learning, even though that you can do it, like you might be able to do the task. That doesn't mean you're going to have time to do the task. Right. So (laughs) that's what I struggle with so much. Like, I mean, I wouldn't call myself a control freak or anything, but like I definitely do like to do things a certain way, too. So for me to like actually give up control to someone else. It takes a lot of trust. But then there comes a point when you actually don't have time. Like if you're working on other projects or you're starting to tour, like this pandemic, I haven't, like I've had a lot more free time with the first album just because there was nothing to do. No one really figured anything out. But now like there's a lot more um, online events that I've been kind of a part of. So yeah, I don't have time. So if you don't have time, definitely bring (laughs) someone on. (laughs) Well, listen, I am a control freak. So (laughs) that's why I hired you. That's, that's why you're in my corner because oh I God. feel like we, we vibe and we, we think similarly. So I was like, there we go. Perfect. No, we totally vibed. We vibed at the beginning because I was you were so organized. And I was like, oh, my God, she is like the perfect client. I'm so happy. Pro tip number two, be organized. Exactly. I, it was so amazing. Just like the way you had everything laid out for me. I was like, this is perfect. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we think the same way. You like to be organized in the same way that I like to be organized, right? And and that is part of it for sure. Um, something that I uh, really, really like about you is you're very aware of your branding and your online presence. Like, for example, just like your website is a, a perfect example of everything that it should have. If I was going to, if, if an artist asked me, what's a, what's a good website? I would point them to yours just because it's really important, you know, for, for musicians to think about what is there if somebody clicks on your website. So if I'm a journalist, am I going to find everything I need when I go to your website? And you you have everything. You've got a really nice bio. You have a tour section if there were tour dates, which there isn't. Hopefully someday, someday. <laughs> but like the, uh, the one thing I like the most is the way that you have your press coverage laid out. Thank I you. think it's incredible. And I've what? I've never seen it. I've never seen any other artist do it that way. So I'm wondering where you came up with it. Like, was it a template you saw or did you see another artist do it? Or Honestly, I can't even tell you how that came to be. I think I was like, oh, I need to make sure that I look desirable to people who are going to hire me. So I should put all my press coverage on my website. And that's, that's exactly what happened. And then I was like, oh, there's a cool little grid way I could lay, lay it out. So I think it was very organic, its conception, but it's been kind of fun to build on too, because it's whether I choose to keep it public or private or whatever, like it's still kind of a database of all of the press that I've received. So it was definitely helpful for me in that way. No, and it looks really good. And, and just listener, because you don't know what the hell we're talking about probably right now, uh, is she has it laid out like a grid. So each piece of press coverage is a square with the logo of the outlet. And then it's clickable, right? Like I can yeah. click through to the press. So yeah, it's amazing. Like it just, it, it's a really concise way of of looking at it and clicking on it. I, I really enjoyed it. 
So you might want to check that out on her website. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you enjoyed it. I honestly, I was like, I don't know if this is something people do, but I'm going to do it. So it's really affirming for me, actually. (laughs) I was so excited. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've seen. This is so amazing. Now, you have a, a background in visual art. You're a visual artist as well. Is that right? Yeah. Do you think do you think that that has something to do with the way that you think about your branding and your online presence? Oh, definitely. I took I mean, I couldn't I wouldn't really call myself like a trained visual artist. I took art all through school, like high school and stuff. And I've continued well into my young adulthood. And now where I am, I still draw all the time. But yeah, I think that that stuff really comes through in the work that I do, like especially with the painless music video. I really wanted to take a project that combined all of my different skills. So I think, yeah, I think it definitely shows in certain areas and it makes it easier for me too. when I'm trying to figure out what I want to say. Sometimes it's easier for me to turn to visuals. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I, I just something clicked with me too is uh, I'm a very visual thinker too, so I think that that's that's where that's where we have the simpatico. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> I like to see things laid out. It makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah, my to do lists are everywhere, so <laughs> I gotta see it. I gotta see me everything. Too. I'm exactly the same way. <laughs> so as I mentioned, you're kind of just starting out in the music industry. I'm wondering uh, what are some goals that that you have. For for the next few years? Do you have any big plans? I would love to record a full length album. Um, It terrifies me. I don't know. There's something that I have weird mentally about doing a a full length album as opposed to like another EP. That's something that I would really like to tackle. I would love to kind of join the festival circuit. I'd love to plan a tour in the next little bit because that's something I kind of was robbed of with the pandemic, like so many other (laughs) artists was the ability to tour. I feel like I've kind of, I mean, as a DIY artist, I've kind of done like most of what I would need to do except for planning a tour. That's kind of the one thing that I haven't yet. So I'm kind of chomping at the bit to be able to do that. So I guess those are the two major things. Yeah. it's. Uh, when do you think you're going to be able to to do some tour dates? Are you thinking like maybe next year or? Kind of hoping so. I'm still trying to figure out like when I want to go back into the studio too. I'm still trying to figure out if there's ever going to be a right time to tour the first album I'm hoping to do some fun little shows over the summer around Alberta, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Like it's kind of who knows play by ear. <laughs> exactly. It's like I don't. So I wish I had more concrete things to tell you, but everything's so up in the air. I've just been trying to trying not to schedule too 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 much here because then I will get sad if the, if things get canceled. Oh basically. yeah. No, I hear you. Like that's just since the beginning of the pandemic, it's just been a series of people planning for things and then well I guess we'll just we're gonna have to push that again and it's, yeah and it's really weird like especially for what for what I do to, to you know have a single out or have an album out and not have any tour to go along with it it's been it's been a really weird way to to do publicity uh, o- over this time okay so you said that uh you know Alberta music helped you out and you know the power of Google helped you out as well <laughs> was there any like you know particular things like you know maybe a blog or a newsletter or or something like that that you know helped you figure things out and helped you DIY it at the beginning that you maybe want to pass along to other musicians? Ooh, I'm trying to think of like specific blogs. I don't know if I have any specific like resources. I feel like it was very, very much like I was like, hello, Google, how do I do this thing? And then I was like, oh, click. This is yeah. the first thing that comes up. Um, kind of seeing that way. But I'm, I'm very fortunate that I have some friends in the music industry that I was able to shoot some questions 
towards and have them sort of give me their expertise. I'm very much a copycat in in how I learn. Like if I, if I don't know something, I'll look at other people. So that's kind of what I mostly did was kind of be like, okay, who are some people that are sort of near my level or like where I want to get to and what are they doing? Like, how are they doing things? Kind of looking through their website, looking at their merch and stuff, like just figuring out what they do and then applying it to my own self and how I do my own thing, sort of. No, that's really that's really great advice, actually. Uh, I tell artists to do that all the time, too. Like, think of a, an artist that you want to model yourself after or maybe even, you know, someone that is at your level and just have a look at how they're doing things and, you know, see who they work with. Yeah, I, I think that's that's great advice. And also the power of Google. It's all there for you. You can. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very lucky to live in an information age. Like, everything is right at our fingertips all the time. So it's it's nice for sure. Like, of course, there's definitely like obstacles for some people with technology, but for the majority of people, it's like right there for you to to get as long as you just reach for it. No, it's totally true. So when you're doing everything yourself, was there something that you found to be particularly difficult that you were like, oh my God, <laughs> this is, I don't even know what I'm doing. What What is this? <laughs> uh- <laughs> Actually, like figuring out merch was really hard. I don't know why it was so difficult for me, but um, so I wanted to design everything myself and kind of integrate those skills. So all my merch I've done myself, but it was kind of like, okay, how can I like one, be sustainable and kind of environmentally friendly with this? Like two, I'd love to support local businesses in any way that I can. So like kind of finding those values and figuring out how to achieve that and how to price merch and how to ship merch. Like that was... That's all stuff that is hard to find on the internet. Yeah. I don't know. Like that was that was harder for me because I couldn't really find a lot on the internet and kind of had to ask people what they were doing to see how that would work. Yeah. No, that totally make, makes sense. I think it's like one of those things that has a lot of steps to it, right? So there's like, you have to design it and then you have to find someone to make it for you. <laughs> yeah. And like, how are you going to ship it? I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. It's all, it's all like a very multi-step process. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. When you, when you finally do get to book your tour, it, it's kind of the same process. So, you know, you're, you're already ready for that. I feel like, cause you, you know, you're used to these multi-step processes. Yeah. It'd be great. I'm hoping so. And I, I have been like booking shows myself for like, I, I'm my own booking agent too, right? So it's been yeah. like a lot more, a lot, a lot, how am I trying to say? I've put in a lot more years of booking myself than I have of kind of any of the other stuff really, because I was sort of a cover artist at very first part of my career. So that part is a little bit more familiar to me. Well, that that make, that's why you're so good at pitching because... <laughs> <laughs> You have to do so much cold e- emailing when when you're booking your shows, right? Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of the same thing. I think that that's the part that kind of scares people is you know doing those cold emails and just like sending them off into the ether and <laughs> hoping somebody responds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but bo- like that booking side of it, I find is probably one of the parts of the industry I would never want to do, and it's also. Because it just because of how many parts there is, like you, you're sending so many emails and you're hoping people get back to you. And then there's so much setup that has to go go through. And I guess that's probably why so many artists want a booking agent. <laughs> like that's always like the thing when you ask an artist, they're like, who, who would you like to have on your team? I'd like a, a booking agent. Is that something <laughs> like you think about that you would like? Obviously, I mean, I know that you obviously do, but are you comfortable doing it for a while? Or are you, you know, chomping at the bit to get a booking agent? 
I want to do it myself for a bit. Like that's, yeah, like I kind of had mentioned before, it's kind of the last thing that I haven't done really like to a great degree is like tour booking. So I kind of want to try it out myself and learn the process before I bring someone else on. But eventually, yeah, that would be really great because I'm sure they could do a way better job than I could, even though if I even if I learn and I'm I'm not bad at it, like the connections that they have, I think would be way more than what I would have. So eventually, yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, that's that's just it. Right. Like, again, it's that thing of, yeah, I can do it, but it's not my job. So, yeah, <laughs> obviously someone's going to be better at it. Right. Yeah, exa- exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. I, I learned that lesson all the time because of my connection control issues so (laughs) see we get it we get it (laughs) it's fun being me Kaylee so fun (laughs) oh man um before we wrap up here I think you know we've touched on you know the amount of you know DIY that that artists can do are there any like other tips that that you might have to pass along to to artists that are maybe just starting out yeah um honestly my a couple of my biggest things like I think that Everyone should try and attend music conferences if they're able to attend panels and info sessions. I don't know. It's it's very scary and it you might not want to, but like what you what you're going to learn out of that experience, I think, is so beneficial. Actually, a lot of what I learned in the last year has been just from attending music conferences and also like find mentors in your industry. If you are able to find a mentor, you are golden. And that's really hard. And that's really scary, too, especially if you are not very connected. But that's kind of how you meet people is through the conferences and the panels, and the sessions. So you meet all sorts of people from all over the industry. And a lot of times someone will know someone else. So no, that's very true. That's my that, advice. That's, I've been missing those those conferences. I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, another conference. But you know, in this, in this past year, I'm just like, I really miss, you know, just, you know, seeing everybody in the industry and, and making those connections. And you're right, like, just one little connection can lead to so many things, right? Like, somebody might think of you or pass your name along to somebody else. So it is really good. Network people. That's the, yeah, that's the bottom line. Oh, I'm so bad at it. I don't like, I don't like like schmoozing. That's never been my thing, but I do love having real conversations with people. So yeah, if I'm ever able to do that, that's like, that's so great to me. I love connecting with people, but schmoozing not so much sometimes you gotta but I don't like I don't like it very much it's the worst I totally know I it's very awkward sometimes <laughs> like when you're just like especially yeah. if you're just like talking to someone and you're not connecting with them in any way it's just like yeah you're like um, I'm just gonna leave now okay yeah, it's like nice to talk to you I'm gonna go over stand by I'll myself just, yeah but I'll be over here see you so all right. Well, this feels like a, a good time for us to uh, head on over to our fresh content segment. Now, every week on the show, we discuss our favorite piece of music content for the week. And we always like to start with the guest. So, Kaylee, what do you got Ooh, for us? My my thing right now, uh, the Lone Bellow just released their deluxe edition of Half Moon Light. And you should check it out because they're one of my favorite bands. They've been inspiring me for the last couple of years like hardcore like they're they're behind a lot of my new stuff that I've been kind of writing they're just oh they're so amazing their harmonies are beautiful I just I love them so much so you should check it out that sounds great that's a very great tip (laughs) 
<laughs> I love it. All right. So my fresh content for the week is the brand new single from Sharon Van Etten and Angel Olsen that just came out. It just came out last week and it's called Like I Used To. And I love both of these ladies. I feel like they made the song for me. So it's it's kind of a, a little a little bit on the classic countryside, a, a little bit on the old school like um girl group sort of vibe, a little Springsteen-y, and I'm basically obsessed with it. And also the video is uh, fantastic as well. So make sure you check that out too. And we'll link to all of those things in the show notes for everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that's it. So thanks so much for, for joining us, Kaylee. And uh, is there anything else you want to plug? Maybe we should tell people your website since, you know, I talk so much about it. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, my website is www.kayleyjade.com. And if you don't know how to spell my name, that's okay. Not a lot of people do. But it is K-A-E-L-E-Y. And then Jade, like the cool green rock, dot com. I love it. I always... Uh, I had to like teach my brain how to spell your name when we first started working together because <laughs> I kept screwing it up, but I have it like totally embedded. <laughs> well, it's now. like my mom when I was born, she's like, I don't want anyone to ever find my daughter. So I'm going to name her this, like this. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for, for joining me today and uh, have a good rest of your night. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Well, I hope you enjoyed that one. And thanks again to Kaylee for, for coming on the show this week. Thanks so much for listening to the FM podcast. If you like the show, please tell your friends and give us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. The FM podcast is produced by Fritz Media. If you want to learn more about Fritz Media, check out our website at fritzmedia.ca. And you can follow us on Facebook. We're at Fritz Media. And on Instagram and Twitter at Fritz underscore media. And if you'd like to learn more about the podcast, go to thefmpodcast.com. A big thank you to Said the Whale for providing the theme music for the show. And you can find them at saidthewhale.com. Okay, so we're going to go out with our song of the week this week. And of course, we're going to go out with some Kaylee Jade. Here's her latest single. This is Painless. Said I didn't know Since we went through this before oh, oh.
You said it'd be painless. Bye. I'll see you next Tuesday.